those heroes. Thanks for tuning in to Zero's Talking Heroes, the podcast that wants to know if you would mind singing a song for us. Pretty close to yours. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> he went chalk. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. My name is Joe, and with me, two other death gods to talk to you about the movie Death Note. We've got sequel. The podcast where there are no sides, only the game. And Corey. The podcast where rest is key to strong thought. So close. Yeah. Really close. That is really chalk, though. He says it like three or four times. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I liked it. That's uh, fair. It's a good one. I respect your choice. And before we get into the riveting coverage of Death Note that you've all tuned in for, we've been watching other movies first we want to tell you about. Hey, Corey, what'd you watch? I watched Double Jeopardy. That makes a lot of sense. This makes a lot of sense. Oh, God. It's a good movie. I think it might have actually been the first time I've ever watched it. I've definitely never seen like, it. Um, I've seen it like ten times. It, 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 it's definitely one of those movies that's on TNT or TBS a bunch. So I feel like I've, I've seen parts of it, but never really paying attention. So this is the first time I sat down and, and watched it. Um, it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Is it streaming somewhere, or is it on TNT? Oh, it's on Prime. Okay. It's on Prime. Uh, I also caught up on the case against Adnan Syed. Nothing, as we expected, nothing spectacular. A couple of hints that they're going to drop something big in the last episode. It's putting me to sleep. Yeah. It's it, on late on Sunday nights, and I get about 20 minutes in, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> I, You know what? I had... At least it's performing a service. <laughs> I, got a, I got a text from the wife the other day that was like, hey, there's no sheets on the bed, and we have a whole bunch of laundry to fold, and... Don't feel. She literally said, "Don't feel the need to do it if you just want to throw a sheet on it so that you can go to sleep when you get home. Um, go for it." And I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'll just. I was gonna play video games, but I might as well just be somewhat productive as an adult and fold laundry." So I threw it on HBO Go and folded laundry. It's you know, it, it's fun listening to Robbie Chaudhry. I, I always enjoyed her. I enjoy following her tweets and stuff. So that's fine. But you're right. As far as the case is concerned, well, it's, nothing. It's nothing. Um, Everyth- anything newsworthy happened. <laughs> yeah, uh, they did. I will say that there's a couple of things that they br- bring up in the show that would probably be relatively new information if I hadn't listened to Undisclosed, which is Rabia's yeah podcast on this stuff. So I could see a bunch of just blank serial fans being like, "Oh wow, I didn't know this or this or this." But even still, um, the DNA test that they haven't done is, is the big shocker. Like, well, I mean, again, I subscribe to this crap on Reddit. Okay, so it yeah. shows up in my feed every day. <laughs> um, that, that's, that's a few months. For sure. Yeah. And then I also, because it was on Prime and it was just in, like, the on-Prime thing, like, quick scroll, the home screen, Major Pain is on there. I saw that. So I watched Major Pain uh, for the first time and it has to be close to... 12 years now. I've never seen that movie not on TV. I was about to say the exact same thing. Like, I wonder how the non-TV um, safe version is. Yeah. I've only ever watched it not on TV. Really? It, it was a family movie. It was one of the family movies. Like, my family loved this movie. We watched it so would you a just, lot. Is it racy at all? Like, is it... Uh, not really. Is it, ra- is it rated PG-13 or R? It's rated PG-13. PG-13. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of sexually suggestive things, I guess, but nothing crazy. Um, Parsons. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's uh That's an actress. She's from uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She sure is. She plays Hillary, right? Hillary. Mm-hmm. She's so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
It's still funny. Nothing was top. Nothing was topical in the humor. Of course not. <laughs> so was that like ninety five? No, no. I mean, when they made the movie, they didn't make it. Oh, they I didn't you. put anything that was topical good, in it, good. so that it can age pretty well. There, I guess there's a few minor things, but there's still relatively funny, even if you don't get the topical part of it. The lead cadet character, Alex Alex Stone, yeah. legitimately looks like a young Bradley Cooper before Bradley Cooper would get a nose job. Kinda. Like, it's, it, it, like, the the eyes, like, super Bradley Cooper to me, and then you get to the nose, it's like, okay, that's definitely not Bradley Cooper's nose. But if Bradley Cooper was, like, 18 and got a nose job, this is what this kid looks like. This, uh, it's crazy. None of those kids made it, huh? Not really. Um, they're both, they're all in things, but nothing, not much. Tiger was in, no, is in literally nothing. It was his only, like, film. It was Steve Martini? Yes. Bam Bam Bigelow doesn't make Bam Bam Bigelow makes a, an appearance. It's actually the worst performance in the movie. That's kind of what's shocked me the most is that, like, it's it's a film based around a lot of kid actors, and they all actually perform pretty fucking well, considering. Yeah, it's good. I still really enjoyed it. And, and it didn't even, like, it's not like I enjoyed it for, like, the nostalgia of it all. It was just, I still just enjoyed it. So, uh, that's, believe it or not, that's about all I've been watching. I do believe it. Yeah. And I also believe we're going to move on to the sequel now. Can't wait. Besides a lot of Silicon Valley, I watched uh, two movies. I saw Us last weekend. Oh, you've seen Us already? Yes. Any good? It's not what you expect. Good. And I th- I'm going to say it's good because it's been a week. I think about it every day. It really makes you think. Jordan Peele is really great at giving you pieces and I'm going to say there's hidden twists, or there's a lot of fan theories out there, and they're a lot of fun to talk about. So, I was considering trying to talk my wife into seeing it, but she is like, it's a horror movie, I'm not going. It's not scary. It's listed as suspense. Yeah, is it more suspense than horror? Yes. Okay, cool. I would say half a jump scare. Okay. It's really not. It's more of a psychological thriller than anything else. The dad, like the patriarch of the family, is the guy who plays Ubuku, right? From Black Panther? Yes. He's in Duke. In, in Baku. Yeah. In Baku, thank you. No, but it's uh, it's good. It's I remember leaving the theater and it's really like, really like a mind fuck. <laughs> you just you sit there and you're just like, huh. And then you think about all these other things. Me and my wife have been arguing about it all week, too. It's different theories and... Whether or not this happens or that could have happened, there's a lot. There's a couple of glaring holes or nitpicks you can make, but just get over that fast. Okay. So it's good. I recommend it. Get Out's better. I was gonna. That was be yeah, the only was, question I had for you. Was I know recency bias, but do you think Get Out is better yeah. or worse? Get Out. Okay. Get Out is a superior. Film. That's what I expected to hear. But it's. Um, I think it's connected. Jordan Peele hasn't said whether it's connected or it's not connected. Even though it's been asked a bunch of times. Classic Jordan Peele. He's he's very. I think he's skirted the question. Well, yeah, of course. I think because his third movie, he wants to like decide, maybe, as if <laughs> he's gonna pull a glass on us. That son of a bitch. He might. Who knows? It's like a much more boring version of Glass. Yeah. And the second movie I watched that I haven't seen in years, and it was one of my favorites as a kid. Believe it or not, Pretty Woman. My wife's never seen it. And she, like, refused to watch it because she felt it glorified prostitution or it was just, like, a, a bad moral. 
but she never saw it. But we make uh, have our Oscar bet every year, and if uh, the winner gets to pick the movie, the other person has to watch the movie, and no phones. you got to watch the movie. What's the What's the bet? Oh, we do the same thing we do. We pick all the... Uh, so she's never won. Nah. <laughs> what a, this what is a like, terrible wager on her part. <laughs> it's like uh, that, that uh, shit, the Aaron and uh, Gay playing Scrabble. Pretty much. Oh, in yeah. the office. Well, I had her down year this past time. She got, like, I think she got nine. I got 14. I think I got... Like, I got the same number you got. So. When I when I track it, I put I it... I have gotten nine. When I track it for us, I put her on the spreadsheet next to us. So... I remember. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's a... That's, she liked it. She threw it good. I told her to stone so it. all this time... She gave it four stones. That's probably what I would... I I'm say. at a six. I love that movie. There's no... Lost. <laughs> I've never seen it, so undecided for me. It's delightful. You fall in love with Julia Roberts within twenty minutes. You fall she's, in love with Richard Gere. She's she's incredible. He's she fine. He's Gere. fine. He's fine. No, he's he's <laughs> good. He, it's a solid role for him. He plays like a serious type. It's it's a really really good movie. I it's probably in Mount Rushmore of rom coms. I'd say. Where did there's another Julia Roberts rom com. I'm pretty sure it also has Richard Gere in it. Runaway Bride. Runaway Bride. That is it Richard Gere. It also has Hector Elizondo, who is, plays Barney in Pretty Woman. Okay. Yeah. So three of them. Connected Universe? Back, Maybe. Back no. Absolutely not. <laughs> Damn. Um, Runaway Bride's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> when the when the crux of the whole like romance, romance comes down to what types of eggs she fucking likes, you know that they made a wrong term. Pretty much. Term you, term. you had a surprise, like, someone goes, what's it about? I'm like, Julia Roberts tries to gets almost gets married a bunch of times and keeps running away until she has to find herself by eating a lot of different types of eggs. <laughs> Pretty much the movie. Every time she... she I want to ask what the best type of egg is, but I don't want to spoil the movie Benedict. Benedict. I'm never going to see it. it gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's the wrong answer. Fuck that movie. <laughs> I don't mind watching it. It's not my favorite. Oh, no, it's gross. I don't like runny eggs in general. Yeah, me either. I'm a a strict scrambled guy, if I'm being honest. See, I'm an overhard guy. Overhard is the way to go. When you're ordering at uh, a diner, I go overhard. If I make it up myself, I usually go over easy. I just scramble that shit up straight. Where you get an egg sandwich? You go overhard? I don't even say it's just fried. Yeah. Oh, you don't specify? No. If, if no. I don't specify, it's just a regular fried egg, and then... See, I've, I've said fried before, before and they give me a runny yolk, and I'm like, this is not okay. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. So I'm I never making that mistake again. I don't specify, and uh, I guess if I don't specify, it comes out over medium. <laughs> it's the That's compromise it. of the it, two. It, it pretty just, much is. It's like, all right, They just cook the egg. This is done. Yeah. They just cook the egg till they don't feel like cooking the egg anymore. Really, it almost comes down to whether or not they have bacon ready, or if they need to fry up a couple extra strips of bacon. Yeah. And fresh bacon is where it's at. Oh, we can all agree on that <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. All right, good. But yeah, Pretty Woman, not Rushmore rom-com for me. That's about it. Joe, what have you been watching? That was like my favorite inappropriate movie segue we've done. <laughs> Talking about eggs. eggs. <laughs> it was a natural progression. It was. We didn't force that at all. It's the best part about it. I only really watched one movie I'm going to talk about. I mean, I watched some more Umbrella Academy. I watched couple other things that are nothing. Where are you at in the Umbrella Academy? I think I have, I think we have four episodes left. Three or four. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I saw was, um, the So the reset happened. That's the last thing we saw. Well, I didn't even see that then. Oh, never mind. It's fine. I didn't say anything. It doesn't, context doesn't, you don't know what I'm talking about. I think the last thing I saw was the, um, probably future people 
come in and, and shoot up the academy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're a couple behind that. I'm a couple behind? Yeah. That. Okay. My bad. But I anyway, the movie that I watched, I watched Argo. Oh, sweet. Did you like it? Is it's, it a first it, time? Yeah. It's good. Like, I, that movie won Best Picture, right? Yeah, do you know it why? It must have been a weak year. No, it was a pretty strong year. Do you know why? I, I'll bring up the nominees. It's got to be something, movie. like, topical or political, right? That's why it won? No. Because, like, it's, it's a good <laughs> movie, but, like, I never need to watch that movie again, and there's nothing exceptional about it. I mean... It's it's solid. I'll bring it. Let me... I'll tell... I'll bring up the nominees, and I'll tell you why it won. I think there's been a bunch of best pictures in the last few years that I probably won't ever see again, though. I... Well, yeah, but this is the kind of movie that, like, it relies on the tension of the movie, and... Once you, once you know the Once tension. you know exactly what happens, it's like, why am I going to watch this again? Yeah, Ben Affleck directed that. Yeah, I knew, I knew he that. He wrote it too, didn't he? Did he write, direct, and star? I don't know if he wrote it or not. He did. I know he won. They won Best Picture, and he didn't get um, Best Director. He no, which you know, it's that's become commonplace. So now. it got screenplay then. Yeah, Ang Lee won Best Director that year for what? Hulk. No. Kidding. That was ten years earlier. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. He just shows his picture. Argo, Best Picture, Ang Lee for Life of Pi. And Ben Affleck did not write Argo. So, for that year, you had Beasts of the Southern Wild, which is, you know, it's not it's fine. Never heard of it. A foreign film called Amour, Django Unchained, Les Mis, Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver Linings Playbook, and Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, so Lincoln would have been the only one in that bunch that maybe would have taken Argo. Silver Linings Playbook is... Got a lot of acclaim that year, and um, also Django. Yeah, but I don't think Django. I, I, I've never I, seen I Django. Love, I love Django Unchained. But I don't think that that's a best picture movie, though. It got enough votes to get nominated. I sure did. It sure did. So the reason Argo won is because it makes Hollywood look good. The plot well, of that yeah, movie yeah. makes Hollywood look good. So the Academy, who's part of Hollywood, goes, "This makes us look good. I like it." Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. That especially that portrays Hollywood in a positive yeah. light. So that's why it won. Come to think of it, when I was watching it, I was thinking about that, because I've heard you say this before, and I'm like, yeah, that's true. Yeah. This is probably why this won Best Picture, because this exactly. movie is, like, good, but not Best Picture good. At least in my humble opinion. That's fair. As some asshole who talks about movies on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, we're just three assholes that talk about movies on the internet. True. Alan Arkin's really funny in that movie. He was my favorite part of it. He's good. Argo, fuck yourself. They go to the well too many times in that one. They do. And John Goodman had like a string where he was in like all the Best Picture winners for like a few years in a row, and a, or like a lot of the nominees. Because the previous year, The Artist won. He was in that. Oh, really? I don't know who's in The Artist. Yeah. Huh. That's a very forgettable movie also. I want to see all the Best Picture winners, but like I don't really want to watch that one. I'm gonna. It's but very. I don't want to. It's it's gimmicky. That's what it was yeah. what it is. That's again. That's about Hollywood. I'm just not excited to watch it. But that's neither here nor there. And that is what we've been watching this week. Let's do the movie facts for Death Note. Death Note came to Netflix in 2017. The rating for it is TVMA, which is a first for us. It really is. I'm pretty sure Polar got a rating, and that's a Netflix movie. Yeah. So it's just weird. Anyway, it's one hour and 41 minutes long. It's directed by Adam Wingard. Wingard? I want to say Wingard. It stars Nat Wolf, 
Lakeith Stanfield, Margaret Qualley or Qualey, Shea Wiggum, Paul Nakauchi, and Willem Dafoe. Budget for the movie was what I saw, $40 million. Gross not available, obviously, because it's on Netflix. Scores for the movie Rotten Tomatoes has it at 37%. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This doesn't deserve a certified whatever the fuck I was going to say. Certified whatever the fuck Corey was going to say. Audience 24%. IMDb 4.5 out of 10. I can't remember seeing a movie in IMDb below 5. Very surprising to me. Uh, Metacritic 43. So relatively high for a Metacritic given this, and a user score of 3.2. It's all over the place. It was nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> no, it wasn't. no, it wasn't. Those are the movie facts for Death Note. Let's give you our general spoiler-free thoughts about it before we get into the whole meat and potatoes of it. And sequel, what'd you think? This movie's really bad. The acting's terrible, the plot's very convoluted, and very complicated where it doesn't have to be. I've seen the two live-action Japanese Death Note movies, um, and... There's I, another one? There's one in actual Japanese, right? Actual Japanese? Oh, movie. that makes sense. Yeah, there's... It's it's one movie split into two parts. The first one is really, really good. Part two is not so much, but, uh... This is really, really bad. The the act the acting is terrible. It's tough to get over. And, uh, it's... it's the only similarities of the source material is the characters' names. That's that's about it. Corey, what do you think? So my understanding is that this is a really, really good anime. Like, a lot of people's, like, top five anime. Yeah. I have heard my that. My wife likes it a lot. I um, want to watch it. And I, I, I pray that the anime is better than this fucking garbage, because this was not fun. Outside of m- m- mirroring what the sequel said with bad plot and terrible acting, I, I think the they do two or three, like huge, frustrating no-nos that I'm probably the only one that noticed, but I can't get over it, and it bugs the shit out of me. Can't wait to find that out. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that you guys were going to hate this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it before, too. Oh, you really? You've watched it before? Mm -hmm. Did you like it? I, I actually, I quite enjoyed myself watching it. It's not good. And I didn't enjoy it because of the reason I normally like bad movies. Like, I was actually just captivated by what this movie tried to do. I think the... Okay, so the things that this movie does well... See, I think the acting is okay. No. But I think, uh... (laughs) Alright, well... Alright, I should rephrase that. But anyway, so the concept of this movie, obviously it's based on other source material, but the basic plot line is the same. So I think that's cool. I think the characters in the movie are cool. And I think the people they got to play the characters are very good choices. Those are just my thoughts. And then, as far the the writing of this movie is very bad. The plot progression is very bad. And the pacing of this movie is very bad. This movie does a lot of things, but doesn't accomplish anything. And also, I didn't include in other movie facts, this was obviously based on a manga, which was then an anime series, and then... Japanese live-action movies, and then this. And from here on out, we're going to be spoiling Death Note, so if you haven't seen it yet, it's on Netflix. If you have that available to you, check it out. If not, we're going to let you know what happens in it starting right now. Just since you liked, well, somewhat liked it... I enjoyed my time watching it. Yeah. Watch part one of the live-action Japanese. It's okay. dub, not sub. 
It's really good. Alright. I'm, I'm I think sure you'd I'm... like it a lot more. It's is it on Netflix? Is the... I don't think so. Okay. I, I, my, when I was dating my wife, she had a DVD copy of it. Yeah. And the, 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 the twi- uh, there's a twist at the end of it, which got me so pumped and amped to watch part two. Like, I, I could not wait to watch part two. It was, it was a really cool moment. So I feel like there are a couple actors or a couple performances in this movie that are, like, suitable. Like, they're fine. And it's just overpowered by moments of really, really shitty acting from the other guys. So, the dad. The, the, you think the dad's fine? I think dad's more or less fine. I think he's that whole dinner scene... Uh, the first dinner scene? That is so bad. No, the first dinner scene I did not like. I wanted them both to look at the camera site. We're acting. <laughs> <laughs> the, fir- the first dinner scene, I think, I think uh, was pretty shitty, but I feel like he... It's really awkward. More or less turned it around every other scene that he's in. I'm like, I he, he's doing an alright job. I think he has one really good scene. We'll talk about it later. I can't fucking stand Elle's performance. I can't fucking stand it. That was my favorite part about the movie. Oh my god, fucking I'm, I'm in Corey's hated camp. Him. L's awful. I fucking hated him. But again, I'm comparing it to something else. So I'm just talking about his character. Like his performance could have been better. But... The ca- the character himself, I like the concept of the character. It, I, all that's fine. I can't fucking stand that a real life human actor sat down and watched an anime and was like, "I am going to act as if this is an anime." But he doesn't. No motherfucker, it's not. Dude, that weird sit that he does where he jumps over and, like, sits on the oh, chair. Oh, you're talking about his mannerisms? His mannerisms. That's not his acting. That's, that's not his acting. That's the that's that's being more true to the source material. I fucking hate but it. But... He's a weird ninja kid. His personality... It's... I don't know if that... If it's the acting for him or if he's just poorly written mm-hmm. because... I think it's the writing. I'm pretty sure it's the writing. L as a character, is totally 100% calm and in control at all times. He doesn't get excited about anything. He is the smartest person in the room and he knows it and it's fine with him. He doesn't gloat. It's and he doesn't fly off the rails. Yes, he has a uh, sugar uh, obsession, but like the, the choices they make with him, he's on the brink of a breakdown like at all times. He does that in the beginning. In the beginning, he's very cool, calm and collected. And then you think that's what you're getting for the rest of the movie, but it's totally not. But when he does the press conference, I'm like, wow, they really went really off the wall with this character. Because, like, you barely see L. He's always behind the scenes. He doesn't, like, he wouldn't make a big public showing like that. L is a character where you hear of him, but you don't see him. And they, they you, you get a lot of L with a sugar brush you, I mean, in off this, the walls. In this form, you kind of have to, because you get... You get no relook in this, like none. Yeah, that's. that's I was good. assuming that he was going to be a very big part of the movie, and he is not I mean, at all. They're pretty regularly. I think he's in four scenes, maybe five. I guess he's just kind of in the background. He doesn't talk much. He shows up once in a while <laughs> to taunt Light. Yeah, Light. Yeah, Light's. Can we admit Light's the worst actor in the movie? From his first line to, <laughs> you know, you know his work is absolute, the absolute worst moment for light, at least as far as I'm concerned, when he meets Rhea for the first time. That Are you screaming, like, that weird like, screaming yeah. at the door, <laughs> flailing his arms. What the fuck is this? What would you do? I'm saying I wouldn't, but I'm saying it would look more sincere. I don't think he's that bad. Oh man, his first line with when he uh, looks at the bullying scene, and um. The that's bad. Shoved, and he just reads, Don't you touch her! <laughs> yeah, that's not, okay, that part's not great. No, it's, no. And then, like, his, 
But that's the that's the take they let through. That's that's the they didn't they like make it better or subdue more. It's like that's what the director wanted. That's the crazy. Or part. that was the best they got. <laughs> I've like seen this kid in other stuff before. He's not that really? bad. He's the he's the main he's the lead in Paper Towns. He was in some Nickelodeon show, Naked Brothers Band. Um, I've never seen it. I the guy who plays Elzen get out. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's one of the. He's the one that like the the first time you get a, the flash yep. and he like comes back in. Mm-hmm. That's him. Oh, the guy with the hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the the, the, the hand yeah, yeah, pound yeah. Yep. one. Yep, that's him. Yeah. I like him. Like I don't know. I know there are moments with El that I'm like, this character is cool, and I'd wish I could. I wish I knew more about him. But and he flies off the handle, and gets ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. all it's, because his his handler gets killed, and it's the only person who's ever cared. To it. Like, and like no, like it's not. I'm not. Sa- that thing I'm, I'm. I'm not saying that that's like not a reaction that somebody would have to that happening, but it, it was just. It's just weird. Um, the girls, fine. Of all of them, I think I have the least amount of problems with her. They really took a turn with her. She's nothing like the other. Other. She's movies. a. Sadistic psycho in this fucking yeah, she, movie. Which she is a sociopath. I'm yeah. kind 100%. of okay with because in, in the other instances of Death Note, she is um, very damsel in distress, um, in the shadows mostly. I would uh, like a happy medium, personally. She, I guess she, you would consider her the villain? Or would you consider her? <laughs> she, she's sort of the villain. Because she's pushing it. She's ultimately, at the end of the day, the way that they frame this movie is that she's the one that really put his pen to paper and like said yeah yeah we should keep doing this we should keep doing this we should keep doing this and then when he tries to start walking away she's the one that won't let him well she he wants to take it easy while the heat's on because mm-hmm. he even mentions like hey we can watch the news and take notes and yeah. kill these guys because he like later. wants to be you know smart about it exactly yeah. but she wants you know she wants his dad dead at one point she kills all the she it's very obvious she steals the death note I mean it was to me but yeah when what? she they're watching the news and then she gets up goes upstairs comes down grabs her bag and leaves it's very obvious at that point she stole the, the book Right before the the cops raided it. Yeah, no, that yeah. that was pretty clear to me. So, like when all the FBI agents like walk off the top of the building, and he's blaming Ryuk. It's not. It's like it's the girl. It's the girl. Good. Come on. But see, and that and and that honestly is one of the one of the the moments in the plot that bothered me. So I feel like they. It, this movie is based around rules in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. There's all of these rules that you it's have to follow. Rules. A lot of rules. And what do we and it's the same thing with, that we say with time travel, right? If you make some rules, you have to stick all to all movies. Them. If you if you, you have a set of rules, stick be consistent. And and this movie literally has a set of rules. They are called rules yes. in the fucking book. And I thought I remember hearing one of those rules being only the keeper of the book can write names and then have that happen. Oh, is that not one of the rules? I don't remember hearing that. I, the thing I remember is only the keeper of the book can see Ryuk. Oh, maybe that's what it said. She takes a page out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe that circumvents one of the rules. Maybe. There, there's so many, and there's so many that we don't get. Yeah. And, so and for, for all we know, too, Ryuk may just have... Ryuk probably... Can uh, ignore rules if he so chooses, anyways. 
I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we don't. We're not privy to that in this. So do you his name is written in the book, though. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you so much. So here we go. Here is my big, the big pet peeve that only I'm going to fucking notice. One at one point, the first time he's like flipping through the book, he's like, "Ryuk is not your friend." Ryuk. Ryuk is he's not like, your Ryuk. Yeah. Oh, it's pronounced Ryuk. Ryuk. Yeah. And then later, where when your line comes into play, your opening line comes into play, and there's all the apples strewn yeah. across. Like, well, what if I write your name? He's like, that's four letters. Nobody's ever gotten past two. I thought that was going to come up. Really, really thought that was going to come up. And guess what? It fucking didn't, and it bothered me. Why? Why? Why bother? See, I didn't expect that to come up at all. I just thought that was like a machismo thing he's saying. He's just like, yeah, you want to try to kill me? Many people have tried. They've never even gotten halfway. Yep. Why? But we don't find out why they don't get halfway. Does he stop them? I would Does imagine he, he kills, them. kills them. Yeah. Like, he, when Lake gets the book in the first time, he's talking about what happened to the previous... He passed away, so he had to find him. I bet you Rhea killed him. I bet you when you get rid of the thing, he kills you. He probably doesn't talk about that. And Rhea, Rhea's name's written on the rules page. I don't know if that makes a difference or not, but his name's definitely written in the book. Yeah. yeah. And, and then... I think I, it has to be the intent, like, to kill by writing it. That's one of the rules. Like, you have to picture their face and you picture them. Picture their face, and you have to write dead. down a method of death, yeah. which is. Well, sometimes you do. Different. Sometimes you say dealer's choice. Yes. And then. No, because. The poor it, Asian man gets shot. It comes up a lot in the in the uh, anime. It's because they trick people into writing names in the book and shit. Okay, I mean, th- that's sure. That's the good version of this, though. We're talking about what we got in this movie. When yeah. part two com- <laughs> when part two comes out, it's gonna come up. It has. It's inevitable. It has to, for the story to progress. Do you think they're still gonna make a sequel to this? Yeah, I think it's announced. Oh, alright. <sighs> okay. I mean, okay. I'll watch it. I don't know. I, well, I didn't I, like this, but I'll watch it also. Yeah, it's the same. I hated Aragon, and if they ever made an Aragon 2, I probably would have saw it in theaters. So... <laughs> Yeah, I just I just felt like that was ha- like that they make such a point because we don't get a ton of Ryuk, right? Like we we get when we get him, we get him. So to have a moment with him where that's a thing that he says, you figure at some point they would. I, I just really really wanted them to bring it back up. Like I wanted that to like he, like as he's trying to get out of all this, like that's one of the things he tries to do, and like. The pen flies out of his hand. So dumb happens. The the story's unresolved at this point. Yes. So you you I mean you might get that moment. That's fair. Because they did the Alita Battle Angel ending where we have a sequel coming and nothing, you know, is resolved. Yes. Except for she's no longer here, but that's probably for the best. Yeah. I for mean his, for his life anyway. And I gotta bring up my, my least favorite uh or to my my least the worst scene in the movie in my opinion. Okay. The fact that you can write a fucking novel and have a really complicated death scene happen where... It's like a heist she, movie. She's going to grab the book and the Ferris wheel's going to collapse. She's going to fall to the death, but I'm going to fall safely in the water and my name's going to fall into the f- fire. And this doctor who we've never met before that's been convicted of a bunch of different sexual assault crimes is going to rescue me, revive me, put me in a medically uh, induced coma, then all these random people are going to show up, take the book, write a name down, I'm still going to be the keeper of the book though, and this this way, while I'm in an uh, induced coma, 
the police are going to calm down. They're, they're going to be off my trail. They're going to be convinced that I'm not Kira anymore. And then I can continue going on. And I wrote this all on eight pages in this book. And this is exactly how it all happened, movie over. I hate it. <laughs> While rushing through the website before the cops come and arrest you at your homecoming dance. Remember, he had to write all of that down in those... Three minutes? Yep. Three minutes he had in the computer lab before he busted out? It's terrible. Yes. But it's a very clever thing for that character to do. I think it's, like, relatively clever to plan out the whole thing. It's it's completely unrealistic and stupid and just bad for the movie that he does it, but it's a good idea. Well, Light, as a character, is supposed to be really smart. Yeah. Really intelligent. Smart is good in his school. It shows in that moment... He's smart about it. It's it's dumb for the movie. Yeah. Fine. But <laughs> also he uses the website that he said he wasn't going to kill people from. That's like the message board website. Right. That's what yeah, he's on right. and then he ends up using it anyway. So that bothered me. I mean, I guess desperate times call for desperate measures. That's that, exactly that's, what that is. Clearly, but that's kind of where I'm at with that. I, it's smart for his character. I mean, if he's going to kill his He's going to kill L anyway. anyway yeah. So. Oh, I guess that was the other thing too, right? So his plan was his plan wasn't to. His plan was to try to convince her that that was a bad idea. So he says. His plan was just to tell her that he loves her and hope that she doesn't want the book anymore. But you gotta That's think... Not, you know what? I take it back. He's not that smart. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta think, though. You're dealing with a deaf god, and he wrote it down. It's gonna happen. But 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 he didn't burn the page. He did not burn the... What's his name? Uh, Mar- Mar- Mariato? Marito? Matari? Matari, thank you. He never got around to burning the Matari page because Matari died. Watari, with a W. Watari, thank you. Right. But he also gave Ryuk dealer's choice, and Ryuk likes to kill. For Watari. But the point was, if she didn't take the book from him... He was going to burn Watari's page. No, he was going to burn her page. Which burns the entire, that entire story. Exactly. But again, Ryuk is obsessed with death, and he wrote it down. There's no way that wasn't going to play out that way. There's absolutely no way. Unless she doesn't you're do gonna, the You're going to see a scene in the next one where she, where where he possesses her and grabs <laughs> and, and grabs the book because he wants it to happen. Ryuk holds, holds all the cards in this. But That's then, the premise of the movie is you're giving a human control over... Or you think you're giving a human control over death where you're pulling the strings... All along. But then Light's heart would have stopped at midnight no matter what, because that's what Ryuk... He already said, told Light that he wanted to kill him. He was going to suggest that the next owner, keeper of the Death Note, kill Light. However, it's written down for the method that Light's page was going to burn, and Ryuk is very interested in how this plays out. He even says humans are so interesting. He wants to see how it plays out. I guess. (laughs) Well, I mean, for the first time ever... Presumably, for one of the first times ever, it seems that a human, more or less, once a human was marked by Ryuk, you figure that's the end of it. But this guy, Light, seemed to manage to outsmart him. I just he think more outsmarted his girlfriend. Yeah, so yeah, that's where his girlfriend his name I can't remember. Is, is interested to see what happens next because you got two now. You got two really smart kids about the same age going at it, going at like. I think got L versus Light. He's just sitting back eating popcorn, watching Vinegar. What are these two idiots going to do next? That is so stupid. It's so overcomplicated where it doesn't have to be. There's so many other clever things you can do. I guess they wanted to be original and didn't want to rip off any of the other material. But it's... It's Mia. Her name is Mia. 
Uh, Alright, so thing that bothered me about this movie, L is a very, very smart detective. Yes. So how he comes up with Kira is it means light in some language, but it also means killer in Japanese. How did L never translate it into the other, like, that's definitely something uh, this crazy detective guy would have picked up on. Well, he does say that it's a redirect. He just doesn't. No, actually, he, that, that is Japanese because he wants he wants everyone to think that Kira is Japanese. Yeah, but it's it means light. He says in in some other language Russian. I can't remember Russian. Yeah, it could I think so. it means something else in Irish too. It's like something Celtic. But just like the fact that he already suspect sus, suspects light, and then that would have been the dagger in the coffin, nail in the get, coffin, rather. But just I guess for me, it took me so long to realize that the it. kid's name was Light. Really? Yeah. Oh, well then. By the end, they bring it up a lot, but for a while, I mean, I knew he was the main character, I just didn't know his name was Light. The discovery that L makes that Kira is a, uh, located in the Seattle area, I, again, I'm comparing it to the other version. The other version is so much more clever. It's a national broadcast where someone's about to read the identity of Kira, and uh, Light gets scared, and he writes down the name of the person reading the broadcast, and that person dies instantly. And then you hear L's voice going like, Yes, you've fallen right into my plan. I had to sacrifice this uh, this, this convict who was about to read a fake name, but now that I know you're located in this time zone, and it, it, he, he just goes about it more clever, and you actually see his thought process, and it's really interesting. And this was just like, Oh yeah, you're in Seattle, because I have access to databases. Or you have access to databases that you shouldn't have access to. Well, he to. planted the, the criminal in there, and that's how he found him, so he knew that when that person died, he was located in Seattle. It, it's convoluted. Yeah, it's, and it's, you don't see that discovery, you just see the result. Yeah. Well, I mean, he tells Masioka. That's the result. Oh, well then, <laughs> yes. Who? Masioka? He's a producer of this movie, he's Hiro Nakamura from Heroes, he's in Scrubs. The Asian gentleman with glasses that's on the crime scene when we first meet up. Oh, I just assumed that it was... Um, never mind. Ritari? Yep. Oh, no. All right, there's two I Asian thought, gentlemen with glasses in this. I actually thought the other way around. I think I noticed that it was that guy mm-hmm. initially. And then I, I was like, did they switch him? Or did was I, did I just see him wrong in that one clip? Because he's only that one Yeah, scene, no, that's, right? that's it, yeah. Okay. He just yeah. wanted to be in the movie, I guess. Good for him. He did it. Takes... Yeah. Pl- Part of this movie takes place uh, just uh, just a little while down the road from us, guys. On talk, on talk. That's where the uh, the Rochester yeah. boys went. I'd say a lot of bit down the road. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a drive. It's not around the corner, but you know. No, I always think Compared it's a lot to... closer than it actually is. Yeah. And then when I you actually do the drive, like man, this is far. But we're also closer than well, pretty much any of our listeners are. <laughs> Oh, well, no. I feel like a majority of our listeners are not from New York. Are, are, really? I'd say so. You got a South African guy, right? Got you Tom in Jersey. I mean, yeah, I don't, Kansas City. I don't, we do have a hit there. I don't. I don't know the gender of the person. South African human. There you go. Don't assume. Wow. You know what happened to assume, Joe? What else you guys got? I I love um, fuck. How do you enunciate it? Roki, Roku. What are we talking Ryuk? Ryuk, thank you. It just slipped my mind for a second. I love Ryuk in this. Do they ever say Shirigami in this? I don't think so. Okay, because he's a Shirigami. They just say Death God. Yeah, they're not going to say that for an American audience. Shirigami. Okay. 
another thing that bothered me when Light um, when L confronts Light for the first time, Light is in like a coffee shop reading up on the Death Gods, I guess, or Death God. And what what exactly is he doing? What 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 does he what does he plan on doing with that information? Uh, using it against Ryuk because he thinks Ryuk betrayed him. Yes. Well, yeah, he did. He's going to try to find a way to stop Ryuk. But but it, it it useless. Never does it. Never does anything. Well, he probably didn't find anything. He's gonna have he was trying. Again, it's just. But know. again, it shouldn't happen. He though. also got interrupted by L. He got interrupted by L, and he thought Ryuk betrayed him, but it, would, it turned out Mia betrayed him. So. The confrontation doesn't need to happen. Yes, I just... I feel like that... Between that... I guess that's what it was. I thought that they were laying breadcrumbs, because... Ryuk says, nobody's ever gotten past two letters. And now he's sitting there with a book trying to figure it out, like, figure out another way to get get past it. How to spell Ryuk. And it's just like, it... <laughs> I thought there they were breadcrumbs that they were leaving, and they didn't, it didn't come to fruition. Well, there's still a sequel coming, so don't you worry. I guess. I guess... I'm sure none of your questions will be addressed. They won't be. Probably not. I guess that's the thing. Like, there were just these little plot threads that I feel like they were shoehorning in to just throw you off of the trail of what was eventually going to happen. And I don't feel like that was necessary. I also have to question how many um, little throwbacks and nods they gave to the uh, anime, the manga, or the live-action Japanese. Like, they don't really got that many. Well, the apples. Oh, yeah, he likes apples. The apples is a huge, huge, huge plot point in the other ones. And they just touch on it here, I just think, to appeal fans of the... uh... Yeah, well, everybody knows that Ryuk loves apples, so throw the apples. Throw the apples out. We're going to have him eating a peach? (laughs) Why? I I am interested. That is one of the things that I'm interested in finding out more of, what what the apples is about. Like, why, why apples? find that interesting but that's one of those things where it's like they did it they didn't necessarily explain it cool like give it to me next time around or just leave it as something that I have to like theorize about like that's perfectly fine so I don't know there was a pop on I just assumed dude likes apples I guess but like it just seems they put so much emphasis on it again probably just to be like hey here's a throwback to the original anime yeah but that being said like I I if they, if they decided to do something more with it, that would still be cool. I'd be like, oh, I see what they did there. One of the controversies surrounding this is during one of the montages, they showed footage of a train derailment. And it's live footage, or not live footage. I thought that was from, I thought that that was, um, Bird Box that that was in. No, that's this. That's this. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, shit. 19 people died. And that's like the real footage of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, I, I legitimately thought it was a, Burnt box. Nope. All right. They by the time I guess they they've taken it out by now, right? So we didn't see that footage in it when we watched it, right? No. Oh well, no, we did. We did see the train. Yeah, because they're ta- that's when the the cartel guys drive into the train. I figured that would have been the first time that light was like, ooh, maybe we need to s- slow down a tick here. We uh, we wrote down these three tar- cartel guys, but a huge passenger train just fucking derailed. Yeah, I guess he's just obsessed with it at this point. And Mia's pushing him pretty hard. And it is, like, the first action he's getting, so he's gonna... Do whatever he's gonna be listening. I didn't expect that at all. She wanted to kill his dad, and then he forgives her. That's dumb. Um, I I don't want to lose you. You wanted to kill my dad? 
dead. What exactly would have happened if I had done that there, darling? You think I just get to keep the house? Like, that's this, not how this works. An orphan? He gets to keep hitting that sweet poon, though. Would he wanted to keep that house right next to the train tracks? No. That dinner scene bothered me, too. The initial conversation. It's dumb. It was a lot of, like, really forced, I guess, imagery, or just trying to illustrate how opposite he is from his dad. By, by Light eating a salad and the dad eating steak. I'm like, this is just really too on the nose for me, and I don't like it. They're just expositioning the entire... This is our backstory as yeah, a family. It is also it is also the complete backstory of the... There's no subtlety uh, in that scene. What's the last name? Dawkins? Uh, like Darwin? Dawkins? Something like that? Turner. Turner. God damn it, I'm way the fuck <laughs> off. Let's start with a concept. With the dad like... Chimmy Schwammy Schwammy Samsonite! Are you okay with what you saw today? Yeah, you know, it was fine. And you want to talk about why you were at school that late anyway? <laughs> Not even looking up, so monitored. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm at detention. God. The detention thing pissed me off, like, emotionally. Like, actually, I had, like, a real emotional response to that. That he got detention? Yeah, like when, he's talking, when, he's t- no, when he's talking to the, the principal or whatever, we're going to talk about why I'm sitting here with an ice pack on my face, but no. Yeah, that, classic school things they don't, and I was like, this fucking bothers me. I gotta, I don't want to defend the principal here, but the information he's given by one of the students is he walked into a beam. Well, yeah, but why would he do that? He's, the fact that he doesn't even get a chance to like, explain. <laughs> yeah, why though? I don't understand why Mia sets him up in the but first she, place. A, she's sadistic. That's true. Yeah. B, it's not always good to call out a bully in that situation because it can make matters way worse. Was it Mia that was getting bullied out? That wasn't me that was the getting bullied. Time. The first time. Yeah, but now... The second when, time when, when Kenny, when, whatever his name is, dies? Yeah, no, Doyle? it's not me. No, it's not me. Okay. Kenny Doyle. Yeah, Kenny Doyle. What do you think of the death scenes? Pretty fucking graphic. Yeah, they're, they're mildly entertaining as far as death scenes go. I didn't... Like, the latter, to te- the decapitating Kenny was... That was more of a shock than anything. Yeah, like, like, how graphic it was. Yeah. And then it kind of set me up for... The rest of it. The rest of it. Desensitizing for all really the other really nearly as graphic. That's the worst one, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's one that's worse. I mean, uh, you see the splat from the FBI guys. You see them hit the ground. Oh, yeah. So that one's pretty pretty rough. Another thing that bothered me is he... So he writes down the name of his mom's murderer. I guess he just wrote impalement? Out of all the th- novels you've, uh, you're you about to write about different death scenes, like walking out in front of a truck and saluting and everything, the best you can come up with for the person you want to kill the most is impalement. Impaled on a steak knife in a restaurant. I don't know if he got that detailed in it, but I don't know. That was like his whole... Maybe he didn't really understand how detailed he could go with it yet. Because yeah. he I mean, only, had only written decapitation so far. And, and, and he even says... Uh, not bad for a beginner, right? Like you'll you'll get you'll get the feel for what you can for what you can truly accomplish with this. But I do agree with you that that's very like lackluster. Yep. I mean, it's for the person a, he wants revenge on the, the most, most in the world. Yes. Yeah, you figured could have done more. It is you. I figured out there was a death before so and so. It was the guy who killed your mom, my wife. Well, he said that that he. He was that in that he wasn't even the first victim. The first victim was Jack Doyle. Kenny, Kenny. Doyle. Kenny Doyle. Fuck. But my yeah, that doesn't know that though. That didn't connect that one. I thought he did. I thought that was what he said. No, the first the, victim. No, because he has the newspaper clipping, clipping out, and then it's the night that yeah. mm. he died. Dad figures it out. He's the best detective, except for L. Probably. But maybe. 
in the live action Japanese uh, light actually becomes like a deputy FBI deputy because he's so smart he's a little bit older too he's in college at that point and him and L are like working together even though L knows and light knows that L knows they're still like keeping up the facade that <laughs> they have to work together to, to, to solve this crime I really want to watch this L can't prove it <laughs> it's way better it's interesting. It's a lot when did it come out? It's a lot smarter. Uh, mid two thousands. Before we get into, uh, I don't know if you guys want to get into favorite least favorite soon. I did, I did least favorite already. Okay. Favorite's going to be tough. The only thing I just want to, I want to address that I wanted out of this movie that it didn't give me was, I kept expecting that L knew about like the Death Note and that's the reason he was there. He was trying to track down the person doing it. Like I was hoping that he knew of the concept. And, like, he's already fought battles with other Keepers, like, trying to find them, and he's never succeeded. Mm, I thought okay. that would have been way cooler than what we got. Like, so I say that one more time? Owl's been chasing the Keeper of the... or different Keepers of the Death Note. Oh, like, cool, he yeah. knows that this has been going on before, and he needs to try to <laughs> find the Keeper and stop them before it's too late. But instead, he's just completely new to the concept of the Death Note. Yeah. That point that you bring up, or what you wanted to see, mm-hmm. does make me think now that is Light the only person to do this on a grand scale? Maybe. Right? Because this becomes like a national... He made himself a death god. He did, right? So... So I think... I, I would they, have referenced that at some point. When they're in the library, uh, Mia and Light are in the library talking about what they can do. Which is... Their whole dialogue back and forth is so bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's but, very bad writing. <laughs> but that's what they're... That's what Light is suggesting. He's like... What, what am I going to do? Use this for petty revenge and things like that? We could change the world. We can stop crime entirely. So it seems to me that he is realizing that. I also have a pretty big problem with how quickly he's willing to show what the Death Note can do. Oh, that's terrible. You have to hate that. To a fucking rando person that he met, kind of. He talked I, to her one time and she knows his name? Yep. Yep. Oh, it's, hey man, you got to Death Note, save some pussy for the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I thought that. I was like, Whoa. easy, buddy. <laughs> That's it. The, he just wants to... He enacted his revenge. He has a really cool thing. He's dying to tell somebody about it. Might as well get laid. Might as well impress this cool cheerleader. Or this cheerleader, I think, is cool. Is she actually a cheerleader? Yes. Yeah. That's what she says. She, I'm a cheerleader. You see her practicing. My life doesn't matter. You see her practicing and then, like, stopping to smoke a cigarette and then it starts to rain. Because she's the coolest one. And then she's, like, walking in the right. rain and then That's she starts right. to run. I'm like, you're right. cool if you just walk. They just said, fuck it. Just yeah. walked. That's a good point. How is this not R? I don't know. Just thinking. It's DVMA. With it's the, the TV lang- version of R. With the language. They say fuck a lot. And they the, say fuck a lot. The graphic killings. I had this on, so I, um... On Friday, I have a prep last period of the day, and every once in a while, my classroom's actually empty, so sometimes classes, like, use my room. Um, today, it was empty, so I was like, I can crush through at least half hour, 40 minutes of this movie before homeroom, and I turn it on, I'm sitting there, 15, 20 minutes in, like, I think I hit the third fuck, I was like, alright, some, one of my fucking kids is gonna come in here needing a jacket, and just catch me watching a movie... As they scream, fuck. Like, I'm just... I gotta turn this off. You can't earbud it? I could have, but I was trying to charge my phone. Okay. To make sure I had enough battery to watch it the rest of the way on the train. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So... Can't do both either. 
No, I'm, I've got one of those newfangled phones where... Yep, the struggle's real. I fucking hate it. It's awful. I want... It's not great. My headphone jack back, Google and Apple or yeah. any other goddamn smartphone. I got one for this. They apparent they're, they're claiming that's be for, nice. They're claiming it's for waterproofing. That's it, why they left that. It's the same out. part that the USB port was in. This is stupid. This is a, no. it's a bad argument. You're wrong. Anyway, just like not a bad movie. So, <laughs> you said your least favorite. Yes. Which was the. The end. Okay. The, the last... The, end, very the heist. Last plan. The, the heist death note. Yeah. Got it. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> the plan and the reveal of the plan, I guess. I'm going to go with my least favorite being slightly... Uh, no, that's not a good That's not a good one. I can go if you need a minute. Yeah, go for it. Okay. My least favorite is L chasing after light in the car. He's a terrible driver. Why would anyone let him do that? <laughs> I actually that was up and It's supposed to be exciting, but it's not. It's just kind of funny. I'm not a huge fan of the reveal. Uh, I, there's so many bad parts of this movie, but I'm going to go with the reveal because I don't like the way that she like kisses him and is like, "Now get my goddamn book." That was enough. The, bomb the dance. Yeah, the dance. I, I kind of oh. like that part. <laughs> it's fine. I, I didn't. I by that point I was so turned off by me. I was just. The weird back and forth, the I love you, the the rainy I love you to get you back, only to turn like a scene or two later and be like, I wrote your name in the book, bitch. Fuck, what? Why do you want him back so much then? I don't, He's, he she the said, book? yeah, she said that if he gave her the book, she was going to burn the page with his name on it. Why does he not burn his page? Because he's going to anyway. Regardless of whether or not she takes the book from him, he needs yeah. that page burnt. Otherwise, he dies at midnight. And like you That's only, so dumb. you only get one burn. Yeah, well, I hope that I make the right choices the rest of the way through because I'm not gonna let myself die. There will be no more choices if I don't burn this one. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's dumb. My favorite is uh, just any scene with Rio. And anytime that he talks, I'm I really dig it. I think Willem Dafoe's performance in this was. As good as, as we most, could expect. As we could expect. And I mean, I like what he says. I like how he says it. I think the character is super interesting. I want more of him, obviously. So that, that's, that's where I'm at. My favorite, it's a real simple scene. When L has the gun drawn on light. And the person behind him picks up a board and smacks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and smacks L. And after he finds, El goes, "No, that's this is Kira. I got, I got him." And then like, this to show how deep of a following Kira actually has. Kira saves, man. Yep, it kind of like brought it back because they kind of went away from that for a little bit. I enjoyed that. that was, I thought that, that was, was cool. Good. I thought that was cool. I kind of, I kind of felt it coming. I was like, "This guy is gonna be like a Kira fan." I feel it. Yeah, it's quick though. Yeah. You don't see him for that long, and then he yeah. just does it. So, I was actually wondering what he was gonna say. Like, I didn't know if he was... Because he just says Kira saves, right? I, w- I was wondering if what he was going to be... If he was going to say tell, like, a story like, Kira killed the guy that, like, killed my brother or something like that. But just... Kira saves actually probably is a way better way to say well, it. Well, light's got to move, so there's... Yeah. <laughs> they got to they gotta wrap that, <laughs> gotta shit, wrap that up quick. shit up quick. Yeah. Plus, it's a good saying. Like, it's a... It's like a... It hits, like, Kira he's, saves. He's the graffiti artist that put it on that building. That was a, that was a church, right? 
Yeah. Well, a bunch of churches. One of the churches was fucking falling. That's the one I didn't understand. I was like, what did you do? What did you write down that made one of the most famous churches on the planet collapse? Sometimes you get bored. I guess. My favorite scene is when El comes to the house accusing Light of being Kira, and his dad flips the fuck out on him. That's, I don't know, I felt that was like real emotion. That's, That's Papa Bear protecting his cub. That and was really well done. And that's what I mean. Like, the dad got... I felt like the dad kind of got progressively better as the movie progre- like went on. That's his best scene by far. Obviously. For sure. And even his press conference sucked. I don't know. No, press conference saying. isn't bad. I thought the press conference was fine. I thought the press conference was fine because it put really interesting stakes on where we go from here. So it was really easy when L comes out and has a press conference. Right. To be like, all right, we're, we're going to have to kill L, right? So it was like, we are going to make sure we insulate ourselves and protect ourselves from whatever it is that's happening. Mm-hmm. But then you throw a fucking monkey wrench in it when your dad's on there and you're, it's like, well, shit, what we were going to do to L, we can't do now because we can't do it to dad. When his dad, the dad unwillingly ousts his son. <laughs> Yeah, he's just he's just, he's just a pawn and doesn't know it. Yep. So I'm like, huh? I wonder why this guy didn't die. Well, someone close to him is <laughs> is obviously the mastermind. Figured it out. Thanks, Dad. He's only got one. Me has got a point. <laughs> he's got one friend, and his friend is his son. So he's not really a friend. I really think if that line existed, I would like this a lot more. Me was like, all right, we got to kill your dad now. No, it's my dad. Like, yeah, but now. L's gonna find out that you're Kira because he lives. <laughs> it's it is all her fault though, because if she didn't kill the police officer yes. team, then nothing would L happen. never gets to this conclusion that right. it's like that's the first domino. But yeah. it was a really it's dumb. Still her fault. The thing is, it's such a dumb, it's such a dumb choice to kill a bunch of FBI agents. Like you could have just continued to kill and kill and kill and kill. There's nothing that connects you to them. There's nothing that brings it back to you. You're literally killing, Matt, like, really big bad people, hundreds of miles away. You theoretically could have just re- really f- fucked with Elle's brain and been like, picked a guy in Japan and a guy in like South America on the same day. They both died. How the fuck is Kira killing two people on different ends of the earth? Can't be the same guy. Can't be one guy. We're looking for a whole network of people. I guess. I, I guess, guess it's just since, since L. Um pinpointed the location it probably freaked him out yeah. that's that's it but again I mean you're doing this shit in your bedroom while the TV's on I feel pretty secure like they the fucking cops can follow me all they want they're not gonna find anything I'm not walking down the street with a death note open up ah here we go who should I but, kill today no, I, mean, I, I disagree because he showed up in your town in the police station where your father works and he's working with your father. You're not going to do anything right under under a microscope like that. I don't know that he was under a microscope until he figured it out. Like I feel like he figured it out and then the microscope was on him and then he started to work. I, I don't know. It, I, I just... I, I'm not light by any means, so I don't know the what, what went through his brain. But if it was me, if I had the death note and I was became Kira, the cops could legitimately follow me from the minute I left the house to the minute I got back in the door. 
until they break the door down, nothing, I'm not worried. And then, what? Take that shit to court. I'm sorry, you think that I'm a mass murderer who's never left Seattle because I have a book with a bunch of names? That's provable. All, all that it proves is that I... They can write in the write, book. They can write, write in the book. See what happens. See what happens. That's exactly what I would do. I guess this goes back to the rule that the keeper should be the only one allowed to actually kill anybody by writing in the book. Which apparently isn't a rule. It's not because a rule. if it is, this movie breaks it. Yeah, this movie breaks it bad. A I don't think it's a rule. It must not be. Yeah. Unless it's the keeper of the book and always see Ryuk. That's it. Yeah. Unless people can be assigned temporary keeper status. But that opens a whole new can of worms and we don't have time for that. We don't. It's a bad, bad rule to overlook, then. Yeah. yeah. When there's 87 of them, and they only give us six of them. Things happen. We good? Yes. If you did favorite, at least favorite? Yes, I did. Sweet. Yes, we did. And now, we're going to give you our Infinity Stone rating for Death Note, based on how good we thought it was. It goes from one to six. If you give it six, you can give it a gauntlet. I don't foresee that happening now. I'm just going to be honest with everyone. Corey, what are you going to give it? I'm giving this two stones. It's on the less half of enjoyable, and I have no intention of watching it again. I don't think it deserves a third. Um, the less half of enjoyable. Yeah, I like that. It's it's it wasn't a completely miserable watch, but there are so many problems, and I think a bunch of the acting performances are pretty shitty. Uh, I don't intend to watch this again unless Pam really really wants to. And that's because you're a good husband. I am. I also just enjoy watching movies. Two stones. Sequel. The acting's bad. The plot's stupid. (laughs) It's really convoluted. It's not as good as the other instances we get. So, Two Stones seems about right. I will, however, watch Death Note 2 if they make it. I was just curious to see how it plays out. No, no, do your rating system and then I have one more thing before we wrap up. I would give the live-action Japanese Part 1 a solid four and a half. (laughs) Spoilers! <laughs> In case we ever do it, we probably won't. No, I don't think so. I'm. This is the hardest rating for me to do in recent memory. Just because it's not a good movie, but I enjoyed my time watching it. So I'm unsure how much that should factor in. I think I'm going to put this barely on the pres- precipice. I'm going to put it right there for three stones. It just barely sneaks it in. B. Okay. Be warned, listeners, that it's probably not a three-stone quality for most people. I thought you were going to be at three. I thought you were saying, I'm at the precipice of a four. Oh, no, no, no. All right, I have an issue there. So, yeah, barely three-stone territory. I don't expect many people to agree with that rating who've seen this. Clearly, they don't based on the scores. But I enjoyed it for all the reasons I stated, and it's bad for all the reasons I stated. It's bad writing. It's bad pacing. It's bad just plot things, bad dialogue. I think the characters are cool. I'm looking forward to watching the good version of this movie to check that out because it sounds great. And I, I kind of want this made me kind of want to start watching the anime, so I might do that too. And those are our scores for Death Note. Corey, you had something. Death Note rule number five: After writing the cause of death, details of the death should be written in the next six minutes and forty seconds. Which means he had to write that entire heist in six minutes forty seconds. I mean. That's a that's very maybe. believable for the time frame they give him in the movie because he's in a computer lab running away from the police. It's it's dumb that he did it in that amount of time, but it make it makes sense. The, where's that's that from? Such a, that's such a weird. I googled 
Death Note rules? So that's probably from the manga. Probably, yeah. That's like a really arbitrary amount of time. Like, why six minutes and 40 seconds? Well, if you don't write a cause of death within 40 seconds of writing the name, the person dies of a heart attack. Oh. One of the rules we don't get. Which is why the one... Which is why the first FBI guy has a heart attack and dies. Because she wrote that name, and while she was writing all the other names... Okay. That one died. <laughs> yeah, while she was writing the story of how everybody was going to jump off the bridge... She forgot to write a narrative for that fella. Yep. Got it. Thank you for tuning in for our Death Note episode. If you've seen Death Note and want to let us know, or really anything else, send us an email, zthpodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Boom. (laughs) I'm reading more rules of Death Note, guys. That was my favorite boom. (laughs) Boom. Oh, we're booming now? Hold on. (laughs) Should we take it from one? You can do it better this time. No, it's not organic anymore. No. I kind of like it the way we did it, honestly. I'm not going to lie to you. I like it. If you want to do Twitter at any point. Shit, it's my turn. I'm sorry. I'm reading <laughs> all the fucking rules of Death Note. There's 80 of them. We are also on Twitter, so if you want to write a person's name and cause of death... By, no, I'm kidding. Don't do don't that. Do that. No, that's terrible. That's not cool. Don't do that at all. It's not going to come true. But you can talk to us on Twitter. We're at CTH Podcast. Uh, send a picture of you eating an apple to us on Instagram at yeah. CTH Podcast. Now, if you want to write a person's name and cause of death on our Facebook wall and be the first person ever to write on our Facebook wall, don't do that either. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTH Podcast, or search for us on Facebook, Zero's Talking Heroes. I have to correct, Sequel. You will not be the first person to write on the wall, but like you will be, like, top ten. First hey. person in a long, Maybe long, top five. long time. Yeah, you're right. That part's true. <laughs> first new person. Well, I mean, everyone's a new person at first. Unless they wrote it on our wall previously. Wrote yeah. on our wall previously. Bennett, right, right. Bennett comments on our post, but doesn't write it on our wall. Yeah. Okay. He might have written on the wall, I'm not sure. But this is a discussion for when I look it up later. Sure. Not important. Well, it is, but it's not. Go on iTunes or your podcast app and give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show. That would be really, really great. Much more useful than trying to find the book, The Death Note. We also have a website, zthpodcast.com, and the only reason I mention that is because when people ask me where to find the podcast, it's the first thing that pops into my head. But they've already found the podcast now, so they don't need... I mean, they can still go there. Go there. They found it already. They did it. Go there. Congratulations. You can stream from there. You can do anything, listener. As long as it's not, like, illegal or wrong or weird. Or murder. That's illegal and wrong. Yeah, yeah. Not weird. Common, it, right? Not that common. Unfortunately, it's more common than it should be. But it could be more common than it is, and for that I'm thankful. <laughs> but it's not. This is taking a weird turn. A Let's experience. get out of here. What a, yes. what a weird movie to talk about, guys. What a Wendy's. The unofficial British sponsor of these. So check us out on iTunes, podcast app, stuff like that. If you want to leave us a review with your rating, that would be awesome. And if not, tell people about the show. Leave out all the weird murder stuff we just talked about. It's fine. They don't need to know. No. Join us next time for the movie we're going to be watching. It's called Super Lopez. It's one... (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) It's one word. It's available on Netflix. It is a Spanish superhero film that is pretty clearly dubbed badly in English. Can't wait. We're excited to watch it. So tune in for that. And until next time, it's my job to let you know that 
Every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Death Note probably is someone's. Yeah. <sighs> I see that. Take care, everyone, and goodbye.